Welcome to the Leadership Podcast with Pastor Sam Carr. Here you'll learn godly principles and real-world techniques for leading effectively. Hello, everyone. I'm Pastor Sam Carr. Welcome to the podcast today. So glad to have you with us. I've got a good friend and missionary, Pastor, well, not Pastor now anymore. Paul Trokel was a pastor for years, but now he is a missionary in Tanzania and uh, primarily in Arusha, Tanzania, and you need to go look on a map and find out where that is. You might know where Mount Kilimanjaro is. Have you ever climbed Mount Kilimanjaro? No, I have no desire. Paul, no desire. I can't believe that, man. I You're right there in one of the greatest climbing experiences know. known to man. There's just something about suffering and almost freezing to death that I don't like. <laughs> I just had another friend who did who just did that, yeah. and uh, a pastor in Ireland who just did it, and he really enjoyed Jim it. Jim yeah. Smith. I he, got to eat with him before he went up. Yeah, yeah, he he really had a blast. He really enjoyed it. You know, we're so busy doing what we do. It's yeah. not like we can take two weeks off to do something. Right. You know. Right. So. Paul, um, I, I'm going to just kind of share a little bit. Uh, we've talked before, but um, a little bit. God supernaturally changed your whole ministry. Almost in a blink of an eye. I mean, it, it was amazing. Well, when it finally happened, it seemed like a blink. But in the year 2000... It had been working, huh? Two, two years. Yeah. Two years of really intense praying. Yeah. I really went into a season. I knew something was up but couldn't figure it out with my mind. Right. Because what God was asking me to do didn't make any sense at all. Right, right. And it took two years to process that transition. Mm-hmm. But when it happened, it was fast. It was. It sure was. It was fast. It, the only one I know that was that was faster was um, my associate. Uh, by the way, I just want to mention Paul was my associate for um, several years, three, three, years. three years right. um, at one time. But uh, uh, Tim Kilstrom was my associate, and um, I was actually praying at a prayer meeting, and he uh, and the Lord spoke to me to release him. And he didn't say fire him. He said release him to do what I have for him to do. So I came back and told Tim, and he said, well, I, I don't have any idea what that is. And uh, a month later, he was in Sweden <laughs> as a missionary <laughs> because, you know, when it's the Lord, he doesn't mess around. You know, he'll get you, he'll get you going. Now, when I was on staff with you, I, I did have an ongoing prayer. Lord, please speak to me before you speak to him. <laughs> Well, you know, we kind of had a similar, yeah, experience, similar experience too, didn't we? Yeah. But and, but bottom line, God got you where you needed yeah. to be, and yeah. we've been friends. You didn't get mad at me. So. No, not at all. <laughs> but Tim, I walked in his office, and I, you know, because I mean, it, like I said, it was such a whirlwind. And I said, "Well, how are you doing?" He said, "Well, my head's spinning round and round, but my heart's jumping up and down." Be. So I thought that was pretty cool way. To, pretty cool way to do it. Great response. But but God put you in a situation in Africa, in Arusha, working with another minister. You'd always been the lead. Mm-hmm. You'd been the pastor. You'd been the lead of the church, and now you're having to submit to someone else. Mm-hmm. And please don't take offense at this, anyone, but another nationality, another culture, not only did he have Paul have to deal with the culture of the people, but he also had to deal with the culture of his leadership because um, our dear friend uh, Egan Falk is from uh, Denmark, different culture, different thought processes. Yeah. And uh, so you had a lot to deal with. Well, just think of a barely sanctified Viking 
Uh, Egan is a great man. He's a great leader. Uh, But to do what he's done, you have to have what he had. Yeah. And that was uh, uh, that almost like a Viking, I'm going to take over the land, do or die type of attitude. So he's definitely 100% alpha male. Right. My wife tells me I am. Yeah. So you have to adjust. Yeah. The thing is, uh, and this is kind of what I want to kind of talk about a little bit in this segment. Hopefully it'll help some some people who may be going through some of these processes. The thing you've got to focus on is not the personalities, but the fact that you're adding a gift to a ministry. Right. If you can get past personalities and realize, I need this gift— then you can you can see God accomplish something in in your in your ministry, and that's what I saw with you guys. Well, I give a lot of credit to Egan for for why it works. Egan recognized he's one hundred percent evangelist, right? No question Z- about 0% it. Zero percent pastoral, right? I am one hundred percent pastoral, right? Zero percent evangelist. Right. Although I lead people to the Lord. The, the evangelist calling right. is, is not my calling. Right. We recognized that early. So uh, he was totally fine. Mm-hmm. And they call me pastor. Mm-hmm. I mean, I pastor the Bible college right. while, while I'm there. And uh, right. so, you know, that it was to his credit. Right. He saw what he was not. Right. He saw what I was and said, you do what you're called to do. Right. You know, that I think if you could hear that in any point place of leadership— you have to understand that there have you have to allow other gifts to work in your in your in your ministry. You you cannot expect everybody to do it the same way you do or how you do because God gives different gifts and adds them together. Well, it's right now the lack of recognition of other people's value in the body of right. Christ. The foot Foot is saying to the head, I have no need of you. Right, right. And, and Paul said the foot can't say to the head, yeah. and the head can't say to the hand, right, right. I have no need of you. That's right. a lack of recognition. <clears throat> yeah, it seems to be that everybody wants to uh, identify with people just like them. Yes. And and if you're not, then maybe you need to do something else or go somewhere else. And Or most of the time they want to be the head. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. But, so let me ask you this. You, you've you been over there now how many years? 16. 16 years. Mm-hmm. Man, that's amazing. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. It's gone by in a flash. It has just, just gone by in a flash. Um, you obviously had struggles when you started over there. I know some of your family dynamic was difficult when you first started, and you made a lot of mistakes and, and, and that type of thing. And I really don't want to get into that as much as I want to get into. When you went over there – you had liberty to establish the 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 school. Yes. That was your focus. I'm coming here to start a Bible school. Yes. It had already started one year, but it was one of the strange things and I think this could could be a part of the program too today. Egan knew that he was to start it, but he also knew he was not the one to run it. He was to turn it over to someone. Wow. And that that takes a lot of uh I don't know character yeah. to release, sure. not have to micromanage yeah. everything. <clears throat> and, and let me just say this, too, as we talk about this for a minute. Um, 
you have to understand that this is not a small ministry we're talking about. You know, this is a nationwide, uh, yeah. multifaceted ministry. Yeah. Got Bible school, got school for for orphans, has a regular uh, school for primary education, school. primary uh-huh. school, and and doing a lot of different things. Yeah. So it's not like it's just a, oh, well, this is no big deal. He's just going to kind of do this on the side. This was a major step. Yeah, I, I tell people he's the he's the Billy Graham of Tanzania. Yeah, I no, believe that. Nobody's won more people to Jesus than, yeah. than Egan Falk. Right. And there's hardly a place you can go that, that people yeah. don't know. So what did it take for you, Paul? You knew you were supposed to go there. I knew that. I mean, it was there was such a witness by the Holy Spirit that that was what you were supposed to do. But <clears throat> what did it take for you to step into again, two different cultures at the same time and be able to to do what you needed to do. I mean, what kind of a learning process was that? Well, I, uh, your mentor uh, rubbed off on me, yeah. Dr. Lester Sumrall. Right. He said something one time in his preaching, and it stuck with me forever. He said, you'll never understand anything that you don't desperately love. Right. He said, I, I hear men say, you know, that they live with their wives. And, well, you know, women, you can never know what, what they're thinking. He right. said, you just told me you don't love your wife. Wow. If you love your wife, you'll seek to understand mm-hmm. where she's coming from. Mm-hmm. And if you love a people, if God sends you to a people, and it's not, you know, you, you look at uh, Jonah, you know, it's not automatic that you're going to love the people God sends you to. Well, that's true. And you have to make a decision. I'm going to take these people right. into my heart. And love them with right. all my heart. Right. And when you do that, you know, the old saying is, love will find a way. Right, right. I know I know so many people, and I've actually had experience with, with missionaries who actually condescended toward those that they were supposed yeah, to be ministering to. They speak ill to. of them. Yeah. Um, we, it's, I've heard it's it, terrible. Yeah, it's, it's awful. And yeah. I, I experienced the same thing when I pastored, and I had to cut off some friendships that I had. Right. Because the people, the pastors, a few, very few of the pastors were were always putting down their congregation, right, making right. jokes about them. Man, that's terrible. If you don't love the people, right. how can you be effective? So the bottom line, the first thing you've got to do is you've got to fall in love with the people God's sending you to to minister to. You've got to put them in your heart. Right. You've got to allow them in your heart. Right. You know, when I, when I came to work for you at on the first Sunday I was there, you were preaching. And I know this may sound horrible to say, but at the time, I wasn't receiving anything while you were preaching. Mm -hmm. And I said to the Lord, I'm not receiving anything right now. And the Lord spoke to me and said, you've not taken Pastor Sam Carr into your heart Mm, as your pastor. Wow. You, You have accepted him as your boss, and as a, a preacher, mm-hmm. but not your wow. pastor. Wow. I bowed my head right there on the front row. I could take you to the spot. I said, Father, I accept Pastor Sam Carr into wow, my life that's good, as the man that you sent to mm-hmm. be my pastor. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, wow. amen. When I said amen, the heavens opened. Wow. Everything you said started becoming life to me. Wow. I couldn't get my notebook quick enough. Isn't that amazing? Revelation started wow. pouring. The heavens opened. Wow. It's a matter of of accepting that right. into your heart. Boy, I tell you, if you can hear that today and understand the value of that, 
And uh, because the next step to that, and we don't have time to get into it on this podcast, is once you accept something into your heart, then you give yourself to it. Yes. And and it's not a strain. It's not hard. It's 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 your purpose. And uh, that's that's the next step. And I can honestly say that all the years that I've known Paul, and we've gone through many different seasons of our relationship that he's always honored me and and still has me in his heart. And I know that not because he has ever told me. I've never heard that story before, but because of the way he acts and responds uh, to me. So I hope you got something out of this today. And we're going to jump back into this on the next podcast and kind of take the next step in in how you move into someone's ministry and different culture and 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 be effective. So stay with us. God bless you till next time. Thanks for joining us today on the podcast. The Leadership Podcast is part of Word of Life Ministries in Shreveport, Louisiana. You can connect with Pastor Carr or Word of Life Ministries on our Facebook, Twitter, or at our website, wordoflifecenter.org.